Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to another episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim. And this week we're going to review The Trip to Greece starring Rob Brydon and Steve Coogan. Plus announce the winners of our first anniversary giveaway and talk the latest movie and trailer news. Cannot wait. All right, so Lee, this week we reviewed the Rob Brydon, Steve Coogan trip to Greece. Mm-hmm. Now, are you familiar with this franchise at all? Have you seen the TV series or, mm-hmm. or one of the other films that they've made in the franchise? I have, yes, yes. And it's been going for about 10 years now. Rob and uh, Steve travel to different countries or around the UK sampling food. It's kind of a gastronomical tour of these countries. Um, and this one is... The f- <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, it is. Uh, this is the fourth in the series. And basically, they just take a trip somewhere together under the guise of reviewing restaurants i guess yeah although they don't do much of that in the film they don't like i'm not familiar with the franchise but certainly a big part of it in a trip to greece is that they are eating and drinking Mm -hmm. wine and almost i don't know how you felt in this COVID 19 travel restricted world it was almost it was inviting and wonderful Mm. to follow two mates traveling yeah but it was also cruel at the same time (laughs) because they're traveling around in their in their range rover or whatever and they're seeing all these amazing sights having all these culinary delights and this wine and these beautiful settings and i'm like i'm sitting on the lounge eating pizza right now (laughs) in this particular iteration they're tracing the journey of Odysseus. Odysseus? Yes. I was hoping you would take that reign and pronounce yeah. those words for me. They're tracing the trip from Troy to Ithaca. Mm, yeah. But although, again, you don't see a lot of Greece. 
No, and maybe it's because I've never been, but it almost felt really unfamiliar to me mm-hmm. in this film. It looked really beautiful and there, it was much more hilly and mountainy and, and a lot of green and things. I just thought they were going to spend the whole movie on the water and mm. in ferries and going around the islands and whatnot. So, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised, but yeah, I didn't really feel like I was in Greece, but maybe that's not the point of these movies. No. Like, I'm trying to figure out what the point of the movie was. <laughs> Yeah. As well. Because well, really... No, look, I was going to say, you know whether you like them or not. You know whether you like these actors or not. And you know whether you like them together. I will say it took me about 40 minutes to get into the film. I'm glad you said that because I went in blind and I thought, you know what? This is enjoyable. This is random. I'm kind of going, what's happening? What's meant to happen? Mm. Yeah. And I think at the 40 minute mark, it was almost like they got into it a bit more. And all of a sudden they're launching into impersonations, clearly heavily improvised, mm-hmm. you know, banter between each other, engaging with waiters and waitresses in very funny ways mm-hmm. and going through what oh, I can't quite pick what the inner turmoil that Steve Coogan was going through. Mm. There was a, it was like, what was it, Lee? Was it a <laughs> doco series? Was it a drama? Like, was it a- to explain it? <laughs> yes, please. It was hard to nail down the genre of the film. It starts off, you think it's a documentary, as I said, about a trip to Greece, but then they're quite fictionalized versions of themselves. So it's not, it's Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon, but it's not really Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon. So Steve Coogan's quite arrogant. I mean, I don't know Steve Coogan from A Bar of Soap, but he comes across as as quite arrogant in this film going on about how many BAFTAs he's won all the time. Yeah. I think they mentioned BAFTAs like 10 damn times or something. And then then Rob Brydon's sort of an exaggerated version of himself being really irritating and just constantly needling Steve and singing Grease is the word constantly while (laughs) they're traveling through (laughs) Greece. He's like the worst kind of road trip companion you could have. Oh, unreal. And I guess they it was a they were competing against each other. Those that had the most factoids, those that knew Greek mm. like Steve obviously went on about his knowledge of Greek mythology, but all all Rob could bring to the table was mm. who wrote Greece is the word and it was, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Barry Gibb or whoever it was. Yeah. You know, they had their strengths, but I felt like It was just one of those movies, right, that you just witnessed two comedic geniuses at work. And I had no problem with that, even though at the end of the day, I was like, don't really know what I watched. (laughs) It looked looked great. I laughed a lot. What did it achieve? Mm, Not sure. Maybe a few kilos on their waistlines, not mine, you know, with all these amazing uh, meals they were having. But it was just a nice, weirdly enjoyable escapist film but Mm. very like dripping in privilege though wasn't it but they were kind of they were kind of self-deprecating on themselves and their situation Mm. anyway and it's actually quite quite cathartic for them I suppose looking back on their career having you know been 10 years since they'd been doing this sort of series Mm. and kind of how much they just basically don't give a shit about what other people think and say and they just go on these random tangents and the chemistry between the two of them was pretty fantastic i really enjoyed that as you said it was just really easy banter back and forth between the two you could Mm. tell that they've been doing this a long time and that they're very familiar with each other and and know how to pick up each other's cues really quickly they're good company for you as the audience oh yeah but after so many rounds of doing this do you think maybe the concept was starting to diminish a little bit and they were getting a little bit tired of it themselves 
I think so. I mean, look, they're probably just like, hey, do you want to do another one? Sure. Where do you want to go? Greece? Yeah. And they just did it. That's, I can't, I just can imagine that being the conversation because it was just really quite, it just flowed. And yeah, it was clearly a passion project and something that they just have a lot of fun mm. doing. And they were just like, yeah, let's do it again. I feel like though, it's probably enough. Do you think that's enough now as well? It would have been enough for me without the fictionalized elements. Did you feel like the end of the movie started to go a bit off the rails? It changed I was, It changed tack completely from where it started. I was on board with it because I was curious as where it was going. And I thought, oh, this is quite, quite moving. So you think it just added another element to the film? Yeah, but I don't think they got it quite right because mm. it went on for a bit long. And I was waiting for some sort of, not resolution, but like it being wrapped up. And it just mm. never did. It just ended. And I thought, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing much more to say. It's just very random movie, yeah. goodness sake. But overall, did you enjoy it? Oh, I did. I, I did enjoy it. I think I was the only one of those that I was with watching it who uh, enjoyed it. <laughs> That's okay. It's not everyone's cup of tea. No. Like I said, you, you know going into it whether you're going to enjoy it because you have to enjoy these two actors. Exactly. Absolutely. So I think that... In closing, right, if you are a fan of of Rob Brydon and Steve Coogan, and I guess especially the Trip series, then this is right up your alley and Mm. it's a great, funny, random, best friends hanging out, saying Mm. weird shit, impersonating famous celebrities for an hour and 40 minutes. So how many popcorn kernels would you give it? Look, um, I'd probably give it a three, like somewhere in the middle, because it wasn't neither here nor there, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it, but I wasn't blown away or disappointed. It was just kind of, I just enjoyed that little escapist sort of experience. What about you? Well, even if you don't enjoy Steve Coogan or Rob Brydon, or you're not familiar with their work because they're British actors, I think you'll still get something out of this, because it's a warm, funny yeah. journey, and with us being stuck inside and not able to travel anywhere for most of the past few months, I think it's a nice, as you said, escape to be sitting and watching these two friends having a good time and eating their way through Greece. So I'm going to give it two and a half, though. Okay, fair. I mean, I tell you what, I'm having fish and chips for dinner tonight (laughs) and I just couldn't handle how amazing their seafood, like, lunches and dinners were in this movie. They were too much for me when I watched it. I was like, I want that. I want that so bad. So that's (sighs) The Trip to Greece starring Rob Brydon and Steve Coogan. Before we start the news... We need to announce the winners of the Popcorn Podcast first anniversary giveaway. We do. Oh, my gosh. This is exciting. Guys, thank you for all the listens and all the love over the last five weeks during the five Sundays in May that we published episodes. Obviously, we can't give prizes to everyone who entered, but we have drawn the names. And here we go. So just to break it down, how are these prize pools going to be delivered, Lee? Who gets what? Well, we have three major prize winners who win this incredible merchandise pack of Like a Boss, Sonic the Hedgehog, Call of the Wild and Popcorn Podcast merch, plus an iTunes gift card so they can watch movies at home. It's overflowing prize pack. Very exciting. And then we've actually got two runners up who'll get 
uh, popcorn podcast mug and a copy of The Call of the Wild on DVD with thanks to 20th Century Studios. Fantastic. Oh my gosh, I know I would want to be one of the winners. So without further ado, and then we'll launch into movie news. Winner number one in no order of preference, just how we <laughs> pulled out the numbers, the names out of the hat. We have Peter OB from Queensland. Congratulations. Our second winner is Jamie A. Well done and thank you for listening and contributing. And our third major prize pack winner is Emma O from the Newcastle region. Thank you so, so much. And then our lucky runner-up prizes who get to take home The Call of the Wild on DVD is Lizzie M and Corinne L. So congratulations. maybe we should insert a round of applause (laughs) sound effect here. Okay. So that's awesome. Well, listen out and watch out for our next giveaway in the coming months as we move closer to cinemas opening and maybe there's some great opportunities around the bend. So into movie news, Cannes Film Festival has revealed its 2020 lineup. Unfortunately, the festival was cancelled due to coronavirus. They've revealed their really prestigious lineup. It's a shame that it was being cancelled because there's some great films in there. Included are a record number of women directors, which is really exciting. Excellent. Alongside the usual international selections. But sadly, only two black directors, and one of those is Steve McQueen. So still need a bit of diversity there. Yeah, we certainly do. Would you like to tell us what the big ones were? So some of the big ones Lee included are Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch, which I'm very much looking forward to. Mm -hmm. And of course, Lovers Rock from Steve McQueen, which is awesome. And uh, one to note, an interesting inclusion is a film written and directed by the Lord of the Rings actor Viggo Mortensen, who I adore Mm -hmm. he's oh my god he's one of the greatest actors of his generation he's just brilliant in everything uh and that's a film called falling which is about a conservative father from rural america who goes to live with his gay son's family in la that'll be interesting one to see yeah for sure now Now that restrictions are lifting, some productions have been given the go-ahead by the UK government to resume filming, which is really exciting. So the Batman and Fantastic Beasts 3 will be resuming filming very soon. They'd already gotten underway and had to be halted due to coronavirus. Um, And that's going to pave the way for other productions that were in pre-production to start up again. So The Little Mermaid is one of those. Yeah, so that's the Mm live-action Little Mermaid that Disney are, are churning out, which is coming out soon. So that's really, really good to see and obviously everyone has to be really smart and safe about how we go back Mm -hmm. to work and obviously films sometimes involve thousands of extras hundreds of crew and actors so and these are big productions so it's really great to see that they're getting back into the swing of things Mm -hmm. and and we'll see those movies hopefully as close to their original release date as possible but we know that that's certainly been a bit of a alphabetic soup over the last couple of months as distributors have shifted things around and it's going to be a jam-packed second half of the year with all the movies coming out that have been pushed back and it's going to be really exciting to see all of these movies everyone's going to be rushing back to the cinemas i hope oh absolutely and keep an eye on our facebook page popcorn podcast on facebook because we'll let you know as soon as we do what cinemas are opening and what movies are coming out as soon as we know. And guess who will be there? Lee and I. We will. <laughs> front and centre. I don't care. I will even sit in the front row, which is like the worst. <laughs> but I, if it's so full, I will happily sit in the front row if it gets me to cinema soon to, to have that experience again. Cannot so. wait. All right, Lee. Well, that was another 
as we say, jam-packed episode mm-hmm. of Popcorn Podcast. We reviewed Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon's The Trip to Greece, and we announced our five Popcorn Podcast first anniversary prize pack winners. Congratulations so, to everyone, and thanks for entering, and thanks for listening. Amazing. Thanks, guys, and we'll catch you next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.